You're listening to A Conversation with Vest Blake with your host, Vesco Blake. Don't forget to check out the website, www.vestblake.co.uk. That's www.vesblake.co.uk. What's going on, people? Um, I've got a special guest with me today. He goes by the name of Big Bolt. What's going on, people? Uh, um, just firstly, actually, I want to know what well, I know where the name Big Bolt comes from, but can you tell all our listeners where the name Big Bolt comes from? Um, it came from secondary school. Um, secondary school, I was quite into gym. I used to go gym quite a few times, and I think one time... Um, I came late for gym in the morning. Uh, I came f- late for registration in the morning, mm. and then um, my f- it was hot that day as well. So I think I must have took off my blazer, and then a few guys clocked that I was getting kind of big. And at first they tried to stitch it, like I said, <laughs> you know where where Michael was. He was um he was gym in the morning, but I think I said I had, I had doctors or something like that. Yeah. And then yeah, I took off my my blazer and I was in my shirt, and then like a few names flew around. Someone said, "Ah, oh, Big Botang." Obviously, my surname is Botang, by the way. Okay. So yeah, someone said Big Boateng, someone said Uncle Boat, and then someone just said Big Boat, and then literally from then it just yeah it just kicked off. Okay. So um, yeah, that's where that's where it started really. Alright, yeah. thank you for that piece of history. But um, so what you've been hench or tonk or muscle since <laughs> uh, primary school? I mean, look, since secondary. secondary school. Sorry. Um, I was always into gym to be honest. Being a being an athlete, I've always into um. Yeah, some any form of exercise really. But secondary school, I was, yeah, I got a bit carried away with the gym, and okay. yeah, I just kicked on from there really. Yeah, I mean, I thought in secondary school most guys were chasing girls or watching stuff that they shouldn't be watching on TV when their no, parents are sleeping. Do you know what there was? Um, who was it? Um, Solomon and Kevin. So imagine you're in year seven. Yeah. Obviously, you've come from, you've come from primary school. Mm-hmm. All you know is football. Pokemon and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So in year seven now, again, in, 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 in primary school, what I know was athletics, I don't really know about gym. Okay. So in year seven, in the change rooms now, Solomon and Kevin, imagine at the age of year seven, mm-hmm. they were ripped. As in, I've never, in year seven, you're not even allowed to go gym anyway. Yeah, of course. But so. they were, they had abs, they had, I was thinking, this is, nah, like, it, it didn't look right. It was just, it was wrong. Yeah. But um, I just thought, you know what? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna give the gym a go. So I started to go gym with them, but I think I went, yeah, <laughs> I went a bit, a bit extreme with the gym. All right. Yeah. So I guess you know what? I guess that naturally leads to the next thing that I'm gonna ask you, which essentially is, what do you do? Like, who is Big Bolt? Um, I'm a personal trainer. Um, I'm an athlete first and foremost. That comes first. But yeah, I'm um, a personal trainer. Um, yeah. All right. So you said that you're an athlete. What kind of athlete are you? Um, I do hundred meters. That's my. That's my event that I specialize in. Okay. Can I ask you what your PB is? <laughs> Going back a, a few years ago, ten five four. Ten five four. Okay, yeah. that's a pretty quick time. 10, I mean, 5, I've actually been to the track with you, and I thought I was fast. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like you gave me a head start. I remember that day, bro. And, and you gapped me, and I remember going home. <laughs> Driving, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I thought I was fast. Like, I, I didn't have confidence in my own speed anymore. Nah. Do you know what? People, because I'm big, people see me and think this guy's too big to run. Mm. But yeah, I've been doing my 
I've been doing my thing for a good few years, so yeah. All right, so you said that you're a personal trainer. Um, when did you decide that you wanted to become a personal trainer, and um, what sort of obstacles did you find on the way trying to get to what um, on route to becoming a personal trainer? Um, how did it start? How did it start? Um, I've always wanted to be an athlete. That's always been my my long um, ambition to be an athlete. Mm. And um, how did I get into? I think after after uni, I done sports science at uni, and then um, I didn't know what I wanted to do after uni. Like in my head, I'm still thinking I want to be an athlete. Like yeah. my degree was just there for the sake of being there. And then when I finished uni, um, my uni were doing um, a a, a discount for um, any graduates that looking to do like a level two and level three. So I thought, oh, let me let me give that a go. It mm. wasn't that it wasn't that expensive. So when um, yeah, I done my level two, level three, and then I just thought, you know what, I've got the qualifications. Let me work in a a gym. Cause tell a lie, sorry, I used to um, I used to train at a track, and okay. I used to constantly use, use the gym all the time. So I thought, you know, what, let me just apply for there. Cause I trained there, I might as well work there as well. Yeah, and then um. I started my yeah, started my my trade from then, and then I just yeah thought you know what I'm quite I'm quite good at being a PT, mm. and um I've just branched out since then to be honest. Okay, so, so do you enjoy being an APT? Yeah, it's got his it's got his perks. Do you know what is um is everything I do in personal training I've learned from athletics. Like the discipline, the nutrition side of things. So it wasn't like it, it was quite easy for me. Like even when I finished, uh, when I finished um, my course, I think in a month I was already in the field that I wanted to do. That's so dope. yeah, like I didn't. When I to say I was waiting for Rio to get into a job, literally a month I applied. I think it's because I worked there as well. They saw it as so because I trained there as well. They they knew my face. They knew what I was about. So literally. It was quite an in, uh, easy industry to get in. And um, yeah, it's got its perks. I enjoy helping people, um, mm. motivating people. Um, I like a challenge as well. So it's a thing where if um, yeah, if I see any obstacles that may provide um, a bit of, um, how can I put it? If a, if a challenge is difficult, I always try to sort of look around it and see different ways of, to get in a, a so better outcome. So when you outcome. say like a challenge, you possibly referring to a client so let's say for example six no let's say a 24 stone woman who's addicted to fast food <laughs> would that would that be a challenge yeah because it's yeah definitely it definitely will me personally i i pref- not prefer i like training big people <laughs> i hear that i like training people just because they're yeah health is the first and foremost kind of thing they don't really care about getting a flat stomach or a, mm, a big mm. bum for them it's first and foremost they're looking to improve their health and get their weight down so and the results happen thick and fast with them as well especially if they put their mind to it it's, it's quite simple quite simple because a lot of them uh, not as active as the average person of course so even just a little change in the nutrition or a little change of the exercise results happen quite quickly so yeah yeah you know what I mean because I used to be quite big. I was 16 stone. <laughs> I remember the picture, bro. Um, yeah, I put a picture <laughs> on Instagram and if I was famous, it would have, it would have built the internet, but I'm not famous. But um, yeah, and I lost the weight and I was motivated. I remember I used to play football and all of a sudden my back was just like killing. 
And I remember I went to Napa and I didn't take my shirt off. <laughs> and Stress, bro. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm a, I'm a um, secondary school teacher, so I was teaching at the time. And I remember a student who never, ever raises her hand, raised her hand. I was like, oh, this is a bit of a surprise. And she goes, sir. I'm like, yeah. Uh, you're kind of fat, you know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I signed up to the gym that night. But Sweet, uh, I was so motivated because I was thinking, right, I'm kind of big. But now that I'm a bit more slimmer, yeah, um, I kind of lost my motivation because I felt I've, sh- I've shed my weight, my back skin a little bit better, blah, 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 blah. How do you still motivate someone who possibly in my situation? Because I sometimes feel that that might even be a bigger challenge. Um... It all depends on your mindset, because mm-hmm. losing weight—that's the—that's the easy bit. Mm-hmm, Maintaining it is is hard, because you can you can lose weight in a week just by starving yourself. True. But being able to maintain that weight loss after—that's when, yeah, that's when it proves harder than than it needs to be. So um, I think you just got to build a nice rapport with your clients. Mm. It's not a case of train your clients, let them lose weight, and then leave it as that. You've got to still, yeah, keep them on their toes after. Um, yeah, just find ways of motivating them. I mean, just through just through training them and talking to them, you pretty much know what client, what kind of client you're dealing with. Of course. So just a case of yeah, engaging with, with the client, um, having banter, and just yeah. I can definitely relate. I mean, I I coach boxing, so I'm a jack of all trades. I coach boxing. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely can relate. Um, all right, so. Just quickly, so when I did lose my weight, I posted up a picture on the Instagram of my six pack, and what I then found is every time I went out, yeah, everyone was like, "Oh my god, let me touch your arms! Oh, you must have abs <laughs> touching my belly." And That's now annoying. people still do that, but I don't have the abs no more, and I'm, you know, what I mean, I've got a bit of a belly now. It's yeah. a bit like so. How, like, do you feel that there's pressure being a personal trainer to always be in good shape? And, yeah. And do you get that same sort of treatment, people trying to touch your arms and your abs and the rest of it? I think there definitely is pressure. You've got to practice what you practice what you preach. So, um, yeah, especially I've got, a, I've got a name for myself. Everyone knows me as Big Belt. They see me as the big guy of the beard and muscle, et cetera, et cetera. So anytime, even, even where I work, people that see you day in day out they can see the changes mm. in your body kind of thing even though you don't see them the fact that they see you every day they can notice the changes i remember the one time we had um we had a lady she's blind she's called grace mm-hmm. and i think i think i wasn't training as much as i would have been training and then um in the gym like when she needed help i used to help her around she's holding to my arm and at one time she held onto my arm and she was like obviously she, she's blind so she can't she can't see nothing yeah so she, she held into my arm and she was like, Malky, you've been training? I was like, yeah, you know I train. She was like, nah. She's like, every time I feel your arms, they're big. She's like, they feel very soft today. So she's like, you ain't me training. <laughs> I was like, rah. Like, so yeah, everyone, yeah, people can see. Um, yeah, people can see if you're slacking or not. So I suppose it keeps you on your toes, but I'm I'm motivating myself. I, yeah, I'll do what I do. So, But it's, it's good to keep you in check. Yeah. I suppose. And you know what she's saying with truth because black yeah, it was people true, had, that, I, yeah, had yeah. the extra sense yeah, as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. They had that heightened sense. Um, but at the same time, people like people don't. Mm, it's annoying because people expect you to be on point twenty four seven. So the odd mm. times when someone says, oh, "Let me see your abs," you're thinking, "Mate, <laughs> nah, mm. yeah, of course. not today," kind of yeah. thing. But um, 
Yeah, it's part of the parcel, man. It's part of the parcel. So you actually wrote a blog post on that, um, didn't you? Or you touched on certain areas of it within a blog post that um, it was entitled Health and Fitness, What Does It Really Mean to You? Yeah. And you touched on a little bit of so that. Um, what other things did you touch on within that blog post? Um, obviously, in, in this day and age, image is everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be a nobody, but if you've got a six-pack, if you've got a flat bum, say, flat, um, flat belly, a big bum, you're sort of... Yeah, you get Talking a bit about of females, right? Even guys, if if a guy's got what, muscles, a uh, big bum. Nah, come on, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. If that's a guy, <laughs> say, so females, if yeah. a female has a flat belly, big bum. Yeah. If the guys have chest and arms, etc. Yeah, yeah, of course. In, in this day and age, image is everything. But the sort of clients I would have been um, exposed to is 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 deeper than that. Mm. Like um, in my gym, we've got clients that come in with disabilities. There's a guy called um, Dave, he can't see, but he's in a gym like literally every day. Mm. And he can't he can't see the changes that is happening in his body. But that's not stopping him from coming to the gym. Like he's there week in, week out, there's no excuses. Mm. Um you've got guys there's a guy in a in a wheelchair comes in every day as well. So yeah. I know looking good is one thing, but it's 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 a lot deeper than that. Mm. I think in this, in this day and age, the whole media and social social media and everything you see nowadays is all image, image, image. You have to look good, look good. But you can look good, but your mind could be messed up. Or you can look good just for the sake of looking good, but your life might be in tatters and, yeah. So course, it's, yeah. for me, it's, it's deeper than look, looking good. I mean, yeah, it looks good to look good, but at the same time, the mind, you've got to have a healthy mind as well. Of course, I think that's really, really powerful, and um, even just listening to that, it's really just made me um, reflect. So yeah, that's really, really powerful. So you, um, you don't only see yourself as a PT, do you? you the um, like you're just not all about the results. You're very much into the health side of it, and just making sure that people can be their best possible selves, not only physically, but I mean, health kind of links into your mental state as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Me, me personally, I, I reckon health and fitness is more so mental aspect than it is than it is physical. Because you can, you can starve yourself and go on some silly diets, silly diets just for the sake of looking good. Mm. But that's not doing anything for your mental state. You're still in a bad place. You could have been homeless or something like that, but just because you look good and everyone sees you as oh my gosh look at their body it's yeah so I think yeah that's that's my personal take on it um, at the same time with with athletics my coach has always said I don't care how you look as long as you give me results that's the main thing he goes if you well my old coach should I say mm-hmm. um, he said even if you had a one pack if you had a one pack and you give me a fast time I'll be happy with that like, I don't care for muscle so from the get go I've never been into the whole aesthetics kind of thing Mm. Um, yeah like I said it still looks good to look good but at the same time looking good isn't always yeah everything I like that but that's just my my personal take on it anyway alright so um, just focusing on your blog yeah which I was looking at um, the other day <coughs> um, I was reading your most recent post and something that um, really jumped out at me was that you went on a date and it was a first date and your <laughs> yeah. your choice of restaurant 
um, <laughs> was the big yellow M. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell us about that? Do you know what? It was it in my trace. If anyone has not read the blog, I'll give you a little recap, yeah? So I was saying how um, um, when I first met my girlfriend, obviously at the time she was my girlfriend, we went on, on a date. We went to um, Namco. It was like a Sega place where you can go in the arcades and bumper cars and shooting marks, etc., etc. So we finished the date. Um, outside of the Namco place is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I started to crave McDonald's. So I thought, you know what, let me go into McDonald's and get a chips. So I've asked her, I was like, do you fancy? I said, oh, can I go into McDonald's just to get a chip? She was like, yeah, no problem. So I was in a line now, and I've said, I started to crave um, chicken nuggets as well. Mm. So, and then I thought, you know, let me get a meal. So I've gone to her, asked her I said, do you want anything? And she got a Happy Meal. So I was like, cool. So, um, yeah, we ordered, we sat down, we we chilled, we ate, we flirted, not what not, what not. And then um, we went home and went about our business. Mm. So, um, yeah, the blog went on to say that, you know, certain, some girls, um, whether it's because of social media or their own expectations, they sort of, they dictate where a man should take you mm. for the first date. Um, I mean, she she could have seen it as disrespectful or she would have thinking, how's this guy taking me McDonald's for our, <laughs> our first date? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but like I said, the, 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 the whole point of Gamma D's was just to get chips. After chips, we would have gone out and gone somewhere else to eat as well. Mm. So she could have easily thought, yeah, this, how's this guy taking McDonald's on, on our first date? Is he, is he okay and this and that? But she weren't one of them girls. I mean, the chemistry was, was on point. There was, mm, mm. yeah, the mood was right. So... Me personally, if if the mood is right, it don't matter where someone takes you on a first date. But again, social media seems to dictate, um, yeah, where to go for a first date. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I've gone on dates to Namco before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been on a date, not dates. Dates, yeah, plural, just plural, a, plural. Just a date, yeah. And um, I don't eat McDonald's, so I I definitely didn't go there. But um, I've also been on other dates where I've. And this is uh, when I, I remember I took a girl for a coffee and a long walk, and that was my date. And it wasn't because I was cheap; it's because I wanted to get to know her. Yeah. And I was tired at the time. Those of you who know me well, you know I'm always tired, and I just wanted a coffee to keep my to keep myself awake. And we just ended up walking, and um, it was a really good date, and we got to know each other and all the rest of it. So yeah, I, I um, I do feel that there is a big emphasis on going to gauchos and spending a hundred pounds on the first date. I just think it's so silly and superficial. Yeah. So, I definitely I definitely agree with that. Yeah, no, I did like that um, blog post. Um so what other pressures do you think social media <coughs> has on a relationship? <laughs> a lot. Um where do I start? Um, um um relationship relationships. Um the whole I touched about I t- um I touched up on this as well. About cheating in um in a relationship mm-hmm. um, it sounds very backwards but in this day and age you can love someone and still cheat however if you respect them you won't cheat which is sounds very yeah doesn't make sense but yeah in this day and age it's not about love anymore it's about respect mm. um, that's how I see it because people in love still cheat mm. so you can't say they don't love me it's just a case of they don't respect me because mm. yeah that's actually really deep I mean um, 
I know a lot of guys heard that and their hearts probably beat it because a lot of guys probably really do like their girls or love their girls, but they still find themselves out on the field doing naughtiness with other girls. And I'm sure, you know what I mean? So I guess consciously, they feel like they do respect their girls, but I guess there's an element where subconsciously they don't respect their girlfriends, otherwise they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, let me let me give an example, yeah? So before, um, I used to train clients in their, in their houses. This is like when I just started off PT. And mm-hmm. So um, I had a client, I trained her in her house, and um, she lived in like a, like, a, like a studio apartment. So everything was on one floor. So like the bedroom was in the living room, the mm. living room was in the kitchen, like everything was on one floor. Yeah. So um, I finished training on that, and she said how she's gonna um, she's gonna drop me home. I was like, cool, no problem. So um, she goes, she's gonna take a shower, and then she's gonna drop me home. I was like, cool. So like I said, everything's on one floor, yeah. Mm. So she's gone to the to take a shower now, and she's left the door open on purpose. <laughs> so obviously I can see her naked. So I was like, right, you actually they're actually naked. And then she goes to me, ah, oh, I know you're watching like them kind of talks. So you know you want this, this and that. Obviously, I'm thinking I need to be professional here. Let me let me behave myself. So I, d- I carried on about my business, and just yeah, w- kept carried on watching telly. So um, she's come out of the shower now, and then she's in a towel. So obviously, I'm sitting on her bed because the bed is in the living room. Yeah. She had like no sofas, so um, she's walked over to me in her towel, and then she stood in front of me, and I was like, okay, what are you doing, kind of thing, and then she's dropped her towel. As in, like, she's fully started naked, dropped her towel. So I was like, oh, wow. Rah. So she's she's walked over to me and she started to kiss on my ear. And she started to kiss on my neck. So in my head, I'm thinking, Michael, I'm going to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> I said, do you know what? Let me cheat now and suffer the consequences after. Like, when you're, when you're put in that position, that heat of the moment, like, I love my girl every step of the way. But I just thought, you know what? I'm I'm weak. Let me, I'm, let me do what I've got to do now. And then whatever happens after happens after yeah um, luckily i didn't i didn't go through with it um i pushed her off me what was like what actually triggered you to actually stop i don't see there's a thin line between love and respect because yes i did love my girl yeah. but i was going to go through with it anyway mm-hmm. so i think it's just a case of that i respected her that much that i didn't go through with it because like i said me me doing what i was going to do I thought of her every step of the way. Like, if I did beat, I was thinking of her name f- for the whole session, like, if, if it would have mm-hmm. happened, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. I couldn't say I fell out of love with her in a space of, what, two, three minutes. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> that come out so wrong. You know what I mean, though? You know what I mean? I wasn't going to call out love with her just for the sake of, yeah, sex kind of thing. But yeah. it's, um, I think, yeah, my, my respect for her, um, with love as well, it, yeah, sort of, it took over, kind of thing. No, you know what? Um, yeah. I have to, I have to commend you because I've got a lot of friends. I'm not gonna say me. I don't put myself in that category. But I've got a lot of friends who who would have folded, and yeah, you know I mean, I know guys who have been in not the same position but similar positions, and they've turned around and said to me, "Your vest, like, bruv, it was on, like, it was on the plate. I couldn't say no." Yeah, so I think if you're if you're put in the wrong situation. Um, yeah, you may end up, you may end up um, doing something stupid. Yeah, I think it's all about wisdom, just not putting yourself in that situation, yeah. like regardless of what it is. So, um, 
just not putting yourself in the situation, not jumping <coughs> into the lands then. Because if you jump into the lands, then the land will eat you. Yeah. You're just tempting fate. Do you know what is? See, with men, yeah? Yeah. I think females, or humans as well, um, we um, we think we're a lot stronger than we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, no, we don't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah, we're not stupid. If we if we go to a girl's house, we know if we're gonna if something's going to go down or not. I mean, when, when I was in my, my last relationship... Some girl said to me, oh, um, I'm going to be the one to make you cheat. Uh-uh. I was like, yeah. And she goes, come to my house and we'll see. Now, I could have been an idiot and said, you know what, I'm going to come to your house. Nothing's going to happen. I would have gone there. She would have put it on me. Something may have happened. Yeah. So then who's the fool? Me or her? Yeah, she so rather than, rather than putting myself in that position, I just didn't go. So um, you don't accidentally cheat. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no. a lot of guys who probably would have gone and would have gone there with the so intention of trying to prove to themselves. That's just silly. Cheat. There's no no but need to. No need to. Because if it, yeah, someone puts it on you there and then, you may end up slipping just because that's the heat of the moment kind of thing, isn't it? Mm. But that may that that might not mean that you don't love your woman. It's just that you were just weak in that in that moment of time. Mm. So yeah, the whole love and respect thing. It's uh, it's a very backwards world we live in yeah boy yeah so what do you think is is the hardest bit about being a man do you know what as men yeah we don't even understand ourselves half the time so it's hard for someone else like a female to understand a man if a man can't understand like we sometimes we do I don't know we I'm trying to I'm trying to put it into into context. Um, I don't know. For me, I've 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 had a good upbringing. I think my morals and my my principles are um, are quite on point. So mm. I don't I don't necessarily um, classify myself as a typical a typical man mm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, each to their own, I suppose. But you got to know. I don't know. It's it's a hard one. It's a hard one to try and yeah put it all into into one. But I think yeah, I think men we put too much pressure on ourselves. When really and truly, it's not even that. Yeah, it's not that um, it's not that hard to be honest. Mm. I don't mm. I don't find it hard personally. But that's just that's just me. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Thank you. I uh, um. That was very interesting, actually. So just quickly, I'm going to go back to something. So um, I follow you on Instagram, yeah? And I remember, actually, I think it was Gina who first put up a picture of you in, like, a football team. And I said, no way is that big boat. Football team? Yeah, I'll get that a second. Okay. Like, it, was like, it was like an old school picture. Yeah. And then I think, and then on Snapchat, I saw you doing kick-ups. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no way oh, okay. can this guy do kick-ups and make it look that neat. So I remember I messaged you, I said, what, you could actually kick for, um, and ball? Yeah, and yeah. he was like, yeah, you were semi-pro. So now, why didn't you pursue football? Um, and how good was you? Do you know what? I was good, I, I won't lie to you. I used to play um, centre-back. Thing is, I was, I was fast, which made football make, I made football look very easy just being fast. And I was big and strong. So as a centre-back, I was always the last man. I just... I made it look easy, like I, yeah, I just made, I just cleared up the mess, 
um, it was yeah, I find it easy. But I only done football for the sake of um, being fit for athletics. Mm. And then I remember one time I was playing um, Essex County football, and I got uh, I got scouted for Charlton. Um, so this is like on a, I think yeah, I got scouted for Charlton, and I think trials were on a Saturday. Um, I didn't go to trials, mm-hmm. and then come Monday in school now, my coach, my PE teacher was like, "Why didn't you go to the training?" And I said, "If I went there and they said play first team football, yeah. I would have said nah." And it was like, yeah, I said, if yeah, if they said play football, I would have said, no, nah, I don't want to be a footballer. And after, like, he said, I hope you're making athletics. <laughs> he said, I, actually, I hope you're making athletics because, yeah, he's like, you actually, th- that could have been you. He's like, I hope you're making athletics. So, yeah. Any regrets? <laughs> <laughs> athletics is hard, man. I wouldn't lie to you, bro. <laughs> Athletic. I reckon if I, if I stuck at football, yeah, it's, it's easier to make it in football and athletics. The thing about football, yeah, <clears throat> in football, some people may disagree with this, but you don't have to be world-class to make it in football. I agree. You could be an average football player. If the manager likes you, you're going to first team. Mm. There's so many footballers that people call as rubbish, but they're making it in the first team. They play for their country. Mm. They're getting 70 grand a week. So whether they're rubbish or not, they've made it. Whereas in athletics, for you to come first, you can't be slow to come first. Yeah, of course. I mean, the only way to come first is to beat Bolt, and that's world-class. <laughs> yeah. So no one's going to remember you from coming fourth or coming second to last. So, yeah, athletics is a lot more a lot more harder. At the same time, in, in football, someone can make you look good. You know, they say some some centre-backs work best together or yeah, of course. some strikers work best with um, midfielders. So again, you can be an average footballer but someone can make you look a lot like it's like with me when I was playing um, football mm-hmm. I was just like I said I was strong I was big and I was fast I wasn't exceptional but it just that actually it just made me look good yeah and where my partners my um, my centre back partner wasn't that fast I sort of made it look pretty because I was doing all the yeah I was cleaning up all the mistakes etc mm. whereas um, in athletics it's just you yourself if you lose a race it's because you're slow there's no it's just you yourself and it's the track kind of thing. Blame, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's my um that's my personal take on it. But yeah. Athletics right. is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna um I'm gonna stay on your social media actually. Um I remember one time I can't remember if you tweeted it or you posted it on Instagram, but you made a very bold claim. And Bruh. your bold claim was that you're the fastest person <laughs> on um, Instagram. I said I was the fastest gym person. Fastest gym person? Yeah. Okay, do you still stand by that? Hundred percent. Yeah. When I say yeah, not fastest athlete because there's there's athletes on Instagram that will blaze me up. Yeah. But I'm the fastest gym person. Someone that goes gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. I still stand. I, I stand think we by need that. to put this to the test, yeah, because I don't want you to be a liar. <laughs> any yeah. any gym goes out there that reckons they've got speed. Yeah, come race me. All right. Come race me. Okay, I like that. All right, I'm just going to fire some questions at you. Um, I just want you to just give me the one answer. That's it, yeah? What is it, an like impulse answer? Or? Yeah, impulse. Impulse answer, straight away. All right, so Morris Green or Michael Johnson? Johnson. Do you get more annoyed at people who don't say thank you when you give them way in a, in a vehicle 
or pedestrians who don't say thank you when you give them when you allow them to cross at zebra crossing nah um the vehicle one the first one the vehicle one yeah, yeah. right <coughs> fat chips or skinny chips skinny ultimate warrior or hulk hogan hulk hogan the metro or the evening standard metro insta or snapchat uh, <laughs> um, Instagram. Hills or trainers? It's hills, isn't it? <laughs> well, for g- girls, yeah, hills. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, one last thing. Um, you've got a beard, yeah, and I'm sure you get lots of questions. Yeah, do you want to tell the world how you manage your beard? Was in how I keep it as yeah, it is. Yeah, like how you keep it. Yeah. Because some people who can't... I mean, I get asked a lot. Right now, it's a bit scruffy, but I get asked a lot. And um, so maybe you might have some tips which are maybe different um, from mine. Because there's people who are itching to grow beards. Who <laughs> Do you can't, know what? Or they had those struggle beards where it grows in some bits but doesn't grow in other places. I don't, I don't think there's no magic formula to grow a beard. If you ain't got a beard, <laughs> you're pissed, basically. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. Do you, you can't... get any products in yours? Just to keep it, um, just to condition it. So um, I use, what am I using at the moment? I'm using um, 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 shea butter. Okay. Um, do you know, I used to use um, Jamaican castor oil, but that mm-hmm. thinned out my beard. Like it, the, te- the texture was, it made it too thin. And too, um, it even dyed it as well. It made mm-hmm. it like grey. So I have to shave it off and start again. But yeah, I use um, natural shea butter and that seems to be doing well for myself. That I've yeah I've never I've never struggled to grow a beard I just grew it so I wouldn't say that I can't recommend any um any formulas or any um, creams that's going to help make it grow. It's just all in the genes, eh? Yeah, if you got it, you do. Yeah. If not, sorry, mate. <laughs> all right. Um, if there's one thing in this world that really annoys you, what is it? If you have to pick one thing that really annoys you. There's a lot, but I'll say the one thing that irks me the most, especially being a personal trainer, yeah, I don't get when, okay, me personally, like 95% of American girls have got fake bodies. Yeah. In in America, image is everything. Mm. Like, image is absolutely everything. You can be a nobody, you can have no brains, no no degree, no nothing. If you've got a big bum breast and hips you're going to sleep with the stars you're going to live that that fast life mm. so that is the american dream to some to some girls now being a pt a lot of clients tend to want that that typical american body mm. and they claim they um they see it as achievable yeah but you got to understand that the, a lot of these a lot of these um women they don't live the same lifestyles that we do some of them they don't work a 9 to 5 yeah they don't they don't do the same struggles that that we do as well so for a lot of them it's as simple as going to a surgeon either getting a fat transfer or <laughs> some type of work done to their body yeah and then making it look like it's 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 natural and then it, it makes it makes the life of pts harder because people's coming to you with a, a body like i had one client um who came to me she had about she had an ipad mm-hmm. she had about five different girls from instagram on her ipad and she pinpointed different parts of everyone's body that she wanted to have. 
she was like, I want this person's bum. She scrolled. Mm. I was like, this person's hip. She went back. She was like, you see how her back arches? I want that. I was like, what? Like, this is, you're lost. You're completely lost. Yeah. So for me, if, you, if you've got a fake body, then leave it as that. Mm. But don't bring it into the world of health and fitness and gas people to, to thinking that this body is achievable mm. if you eat right, if you squat, because you, you didn't do half of that. So, yeah, it's, that's one thing that proper irks me is when people bring fake bodies into the, the world of health and fitness. All right, Big Bolt, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, just before I go, obviously, I'm going to give you your time to say anything that you want to say as like a close remark and additionally just to give us your social media handles um thank you all for listening people um feel free to give us your feedback um criticize and yeah give us what you what you feel about what we've said um follow me on instagram at big boats training room and also my twitter that's at big boats tr um, should have my website up next year and yeah thank you very much so if you have any questions for myself or Big Bolt just hashtag a conversation with Best Blake